0: okay and welcome everybody this is the conversation cannabis and christianity podcast my name is miguel torres and i am your host and our special guest is the founder of suzy's hemp Susie b how are you today suzy there good, thank you, there you like go okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so you're in the uk you're where where, tell, where are you at in the uk
1: uh, i'm in a very sort of what i would call a bit of a, a leafy suburban uh, part of Cheshire, okay, in the UK, um, and which is a part of the North, um, near sort of split between Manchester and Chester, um, and it's a great part place to live. Uh, it's got a lot of sort of historical values to it, um, some great people around here, um, it's I wouldn't say it's the most sort of advanced in in places. Just the sort of attitudes around here, it's not like a city. It is like a bumpkin town. Um, and it's been, you know, there's parts of this sort of area that is sort of, that are still living in the dark ages. Um, but we're getting a lot of, um, you know, sort of around this area here where we live. Uh, there's a lot of people from the city that are coming in because they like it around here. Because we are in the countryside, there's a lot of greenery. Um, right. You know, there's a lot of lovely places to visit, you know, and you're sort of living in the city and you're you're coming over this way. It's a beautiful place to be. Um, we still got a few of the old pubs going on before they get closed down, got some lovely eating places. And, you know, and generally on the whole, it's, it's a great place to live. I like it.
0: I right like on.
1: it very much. Yeah.
0: Right <laughs> <laughs> now, now, we did an episode. I did an episode with uh, with that with with Susie last year and it's been a year and I wanted to reconnect with her because I know she's got a lot going on in every area of her life so Susie's Hemp so just for the people who haven't heard the first episode we did with you why don't you tell us what Susie's Hemp is all about
1: it's a long story and, um, and I've it's been it. it's a like, good
0: story, it's a great it story it's a good
1: story, it's like opening a can of flowers
0: No, oh, I like that, a can um, of flowers
1: and There's lots of reasons behind it I think the main sort of reason was sort of obviously to raise awareness around um, it was more to do with sort of reducing stigma about using cannabis, and um, which sort of led me on to sort of, through that, and research, meet people that were, were using cannabis, and then through that journey, discovering the benefits of cannabinoids, and then realising the the impact that it had on neurological health. And it just went on and on and on to the point of where I kind of brought it into my own life, my own personal reasons, um, and which was sort of around the areas of autism, um, and with my son being diagnosed with autism, and with myself using cannabis as a recreational user, uh, looked into the um, looked into using uh, CBD, um, my son, which had come through learning through. Starting this sort of raising awareness around reducing stigma around sort of stoners. Um, but I'd learned so much along this journey and I'd gone on social media to try and sort of meet other people. And I, it it blew me away, the benefits of all these cannabinoids and what THC really was. I mean, um, and then I started to look into it more as to a possible treatment for my son. Um, because he was taking medication for his uh, ADHD, um, which had just made him into a a zombie. And these are like pharmaceuticals that have been prescribed to me by my local GP. And I take my son home and I pop him on these pills, which is a nightmare trying to get them down his throat anyway. Um, And it's just made him so ill. You know, I couldn't bear to watch that. You know, you can't... And there's no other alternative. And...
0: And your son, your son's non-verbal, right?
1: He is non-verbal. He, you know, at the time he was, he was around the age of seven, um, and we had, you know, we'd gone through everything, and you know, I had a wild child here. You know, his anxiety was through the, the roof. He's unable to communicate with me, express his needs, all of these things. And myself being a user of cannabis, I was like. You know, and I, I discovered CBD just through that. You know, CBD yeah. oil. What's all this about? I want to know. You know, looked into it, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I could try this with my son." And I did, but I couldn't get the oil down him. I could take him right. oil. I mean, that <clears> that you know that. Yeah, you know, gotta,
0: good story. you swallow. You know, pills. I'm
1: not even going to go
0: there. There are people you, who, it, who, of course,
1: who... It, but Absolutely, I can take the oil every single day, and I believe in cannabinoids one hundred percent, But the problem here was I couldn't get them to my son because he was nonverbal. Right. I have no, I absolutely adore the cannabis plant. There's no way you can take. You know that that it's not. I've gone beyond that now. It. it my problem was that my son couldn't access the benefits of cannabinoids because I, he wouldn't take the oil, and he certainly couldn't get it under his tongue he wouldn't keep in his mouth for in it. i was like you know what and,
0: and meanwhile then I, meanwhile, I, you, meanwhile you have you got a lot of you got a lot of chaos going on in your house
1: yeah you know everything just you know I, I you know i'm still using you know cbd and he you know i wanted to get it into him so i put i found i discovered patches cbd patches
0: yeah and this is so right, nice really so cool I, about what we talked about on the first episode, yeah. patches, the patches that you patches.
1: use. Patches. And that was like, and that blew me away. And that was through me just getting myself on the social media platform saying, hello, this is me. I'm a cannabis user. Is anyone else like you? And then start learning. And then it just brought me to all these people that started filtering through. And one of these was a connection with them saying, look, we've got CBD patches, budget. you? And I was like, I'll try them. And his whole and I and I used them on my son for you know nearly two years, and as he was just a different boy, and he went from being a boy who's banging in the morning, you know, wanting to to being a lot calmer, you know. And I'm with him twenty four seven. Yeah. I don't want to change him. I don't. I just want him. You know. I knew about we all know about our noise system. I just wanted to attend to his health and well being. If anything. But then I was remarked by the difference in him and then I started looking into autism and CBD and then again it, that opened up the other blossom because I was trying to raise awareness about getting CBD into a child like my son who's autistic and non-verbal and then here we are a year later on we've got all these studies that are suggesting the benefits of CBD and all cannabinoids for autism and ADHD and neurological health and I'm just going boom and I'm thinking this is... It just adds ingredient to Susie's hemp and I'm just growing from there on in because I'm doing nothing, nothing. I'm just sitting here letting it all blossom because people are beginning to realise what it's, you know, how beautiful a cannabis plant is and what benefits it really does have. You can't deny it. And But it, it's only supporting everything that I've done. And I see it from observation on my son. I took that gamble, but I was using cannabis. And then I was diagnosed with autism at 48. And then that just sort of kind of glued it all together. And thought, wow, you know, I've been using cannabis for many, many years. It works for me. It's got to work for my son. If it doesn't, it's got to work for other people with autism. I'm going to let people know about this. But obviously there was a lot of stigma I had to get through and Susie's Hemp's was part of that and to offer a service or kind of effectively like a directory or, you know, for somebody that's looking for that, a bit of a, a personal service. They're not, you know, trying to reach out to the disability sector. More so, many families out there at, at the wits' End, I was one of them wanting to find something that would help something that would help
0: like, just help period right you know I
1: mean... and I, you know and, I it, you know and CBD was was something I tried it like everybody does and I was just blown away and I still very much believe in that I will continue that until the day I die you know it just and I, I really do believe it. you know and it's it's different for everybody you
0: know it's not just yeah no, i hear you but I'm, and, you know? yeah I, I, no no worries there cuz i i think people all all understand that it's a personal choice but your story is really cool because um you had you were able to get access to those patches and i think that those patches are are becoming more more effective for people people are finding more use for them you know the funny thing is so the we'll just leave it with the patches for right now the the patches was something that was really cool about I really cool that I learned from you, and then that first episode that I did with you that was really cool, and uh, and I know. So you said you're watching all these things blossom. What's what's what, what what's that like? What do you see in blossom?
1: I I see um and I see what I believe coming is is true, you know. And when you're trying to put that what over, is that
0: though? What is that though?
1: It put, it's it's telling people that that cannabis isn't a bad that it isn't what people perceive it to be. You know, It you you can't, people aren't just going to accept CBD and say, oh, it's coming through. We've got the stigma of the cannabis plant to break through first.
0: Yeah, you're right. Then
1: we've got to explain to people why we're not allowed to, because it comes down to the, the corporates. And then we get over to that point and then we've got to tell them about the benefits of, you know, the cannabis plant. So you've got three lots before you can even get out there. So you have to be very, very... You know, this is a way of you know, there's there's so you know, people are trying that it's a new industry that people are having the opportunity to have a voice, and I see it growing constantly. And I've been in it now probably well, nearly about about just over five years now. I mean, I've been in my personal life; it's been there all my life. But you yeah. know, I'm getting discriminated against. You know, I'm being judged, and I'm like, with you know, because- are, you talking, are you
0: talking on the as a parent or as? Uh, the, the, the the when you're getting up bumping is a up against
1: and mainly as a parent and I yeah. knew that and I kind of got away with it because there wasn't any issues, but because of my middle son's needs and his disabilities, I then had to open up my family to my the 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 the, the you know the, the 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 help that he needed, which then the thing would be then pointed at me. I was also reported by people that lived close by to me for things and I was just like and this is because I'm using cannabis. I know it, and it was, they would meet me first time. It, it just went on and on and on to the point where I just thought, Do you know what, I'm just going to put myself out there because I know as a woman inside my, my, you know my, my outlook and how I live my life and how I want, you know, trying to treat people how I'd like to be treated. I'm grateful constantly, you know, all of these things that are important to living life and it's just not getting consumed in all this materialism and stuff and the threat of obviously you know my child being taken off me because people seem as being a drug addict you know and I knew that as soon as I when you've got a child with a disability in the UK you're opening up a different way of raising your child and through education and everything the whole system here you know and if you and I was a mum and they you know they people would report me left, right, center. You know, I've got my son's demonstrative behavior and chaos and everybody, and it's a great opportunity for somebody to, and they did. Um, So, of course, the thing was pointed at me for a very long time. So I had to stand my ground, and I still do. And And a bulk of what I do is protect children like my son so that they can access the benefits of cannibal noise. Why on earth shouldn't he be allowed to? What, because he needs extra care? So you're telling me now that it's because he needs extra care because he's got a disability, he's not allowed to access the benefits of cannabinoids. You are? No. I don't understand that. And because I can't say to him, look, son, take it just pop it under your tongue. I can just pop a patch on him. It's great. That's
0: that, cool. But not
1: just, but there's so many families that, that but there's so many families out there that don't understand how CBD could have some beneficial value in their life for their family if they are on the autistic spectrum because we all know cbd and anxiety anxiety is the norm of autism i don't care what anyone says every part and then the whole
0: say it again susie can you say it again say it again when you said the the part that you said i don't care what anybody says the part before that
1: of the the with autism yeah did you say sorry yeah. You know, every, every, the whole, the, the the reason for all the behaviours in autism is about this sort of anxiety that being, because they feel very unsafe. And every day they're faced with that because the whole world is a scary place. They can't communicate in the same way that they're, they're expected to. They don't fit in with society's norms, you know. And that presents a problem straight away and they're constantly fighting this way one well, the biggest one is just to feel accepted, you know. They're different, so they've got it. You know, every day they're faced with this daily battle of trying to communicate to other people and get that, you know, they can't, and people don't understand them. But you know, but in, in anxiety, is is what they're the repetitive behaviors is to close it down, to hunker it down, you know. So
0: peace, a, anxiety is like strife, anxiety is like cool. the absence of peace, right?
1: Of course. Cool.
0: And pieces. That's
1: all, you know. That's all like, on, you know, and all in the, you know. And why shouldn't they? And 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 because my son has a disability and needs extra care, and we've got, he he can't access that that now because they don't agree with it because it of where cannabis sits and what they think CBD is. And so I'd say there's no THC in it, but they don't understand because they. And I I can't, and and the further I go down the line, I'm thinking, well, why isn't this in our curriculum in education? Why wasn't it But I know it is if you're going to a higher, you're going to study biology and you're going to go to university and maybe, you know, go down or, or, or but certainly not, I must have taken a day off school when they introduced the endocannabinoid system. And if I'd known anything about that, it would, have, I would have had a, but no, I didn't know anything. <laughs> Yeah. You're right. and why not? You're right. Why wasn't it brought into we were we were told everything about the structure of our body in biology? I don't remember, I don't remember that. And then you know, it's like but even now in the 90s, I mean obviously, but but in the in the 90s when it was discovered, it's still not in there now, you know, nobody knows anything about it. And I and I say to people, do you know anything about it? no. And it has such a huge impact on our whole physique. You know, and that's just another area. That's health and wellness. I'm just under a little, little dripping tap saying how good it is for autism and ADHD and neurological health and all of those things. Forget all the rest of the stuff that's supposed to be good for, you know? So, I do. It is good for I,
0: many, many things. So
1: many why, things.
0: Well, that's what's interesting about your stories because you're in the UK and, and, and it's a it's a it's a different story. It's like you when you say you're putting yourself out there, when you, you're talking about the fingers pointing at you, I think people feel that in the United States, too. And people probably feel that in other countries where it's starting to open up. But I think the UK is is a bit stricter. It just it, I just get the impression and maybe I'm wrong. So will not you tell me it, and compared to compared to other nations and 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 uh, and the UK laws on on that on CBD and marijuana and stuff like that. Where, where is the UK? I mean, in, your, in, your opinion, in your opinion, in your opinion, in your thoughts, in your opinion. In my, own, right in right? my
1: own opinion. They know that they will lose like it down to the people in the offices at Downing Street. At the end of the day, you know, I, I, you know, ten years ago, I, was, I kind of was led to believe that I'd be some sort of drug addict because I was rolling split and having cannabis. Five years ago, I was able to sort of tell people, a little close to me, and that. Today, I really don't care. So, if you talk, and I know through the journey that I've gone through, sort of opening up and being on social media and then sort of being more transparent in who I am and being confident and being, um, that I've met so many other people that agree with me, you know, and I'm thinking, oh my God, and so they're just, they're, so there's, and it is, you know, there's so many people in the UK that are hidden down and are smothered down because of reasons. I.e., like myself, being a, 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 a an example of many, a, a, a woman on my own raising boys. I won't dare tell anyone in case it took my kids off me. But you no, that's, know, a, big that's a big deal. That's a
0: big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That that's kind of that's that's the pressure that you were facing. That's the pressure you're facing.
1: For twenty five years, my oldest son is twenty five. I've been using cannabis since I was twenty. I'm fifty one now, so when you look, my, my you, look you look great. You look
0: great. Susan. You look great. You look great.
1: You look great. Soul, but you know, you know, but so, so I know how that made me feel, and I, you know, and that was part of wanting to sort of be open, and I knew Lucas' disability that that it will come in time. Somebody's going to say something, and they did. So I had to protect my family and I just said, right, okay, but I'm strong enough to do that because I've had, I've I've lived my life in a way to, you know, I, I have respect for myself and other people. I went to work, you know, I bought my children, I tried to do everything the best way I could, you know, and there was so they wanted to pull me up for something and say well that's because you use cannabis or whatever you're going to take your kids off. they couldn't none of my kids have been in hospital there's no neglect there was nothing they were living in a beautiful home I have got, you know there was, so they couldn't They and it infuriated them like I just kept arguing with these people and saying look you know what what are you what can you do yes I'm a, a woman that uses cannabis so what are you going to do about it you're going to take my children off me and they couldn't because they had no reason to, because I was doing a really bloody good job. Excuse my French. Bloody
0: well, bloody's really? not a curse word, but it sounds kind of violent. That's the thing about that word. I mean, it sounds kind of cool when I hear the British say it, but it's like, oh, it's bloody. <laughs> something. there's an injury.
1: <laughs> oh, you no, were doing it,
0: something do- good. You oh, were making things it, worse. You were doing it. A-
1: I don't know what. You know, but You were it doing, is, you were it doing is a tired. fantastic
0: healing job. <laughs>
1: I don't I like want it. it to be but spilling, I, with, um, you know, all this stuff about. But know.
0: I get it. I mean, like. I think it's like even, even in the face of the critic, the critic has to agree that you're doing a good job, and the critic is not going to be gentle because that's the critic's job. And I mean, the critic being the person who's, who the person that you were just talking about, who said, "Hey, I'm here to assess how you're doing as a parent. What's going on?" And then I say, "Wow, she's doing fantastic," and. I get it. I get when you say I'm doing a bloody good job it's not because you satisfied it's not
1: been that. Easy. But it, you know, it's not been easy, and and I, and when you talk going back to you know what my influence, I I think I think I was raised not just in the UK. I was also I had lots of experiences going over to Denmark as well. So I had a lot of Scandinavian sort of liberal outlook, a lot of influential, sort of influence. You know, very sort of chilled out way of living, and I used I, I get very. It, it, you're right. The UK are very restrictive in their, yeah. their attitude and, you know in the way they see things we all we've got the corpse in the in the office smoking the big fat cigars and doing what they need to do and, and some keep, cannabis
0: you know, you know they're smoking run. marijuana up there too you know. <laughs>
1: you know they're being run by a you know when you might not even going to go there just keep it simple you That's know true. but when you, you know I see what I see and I just, I try not to get too involved because there's not a lot I can really do about it you know and I, I try to stick to my beliefs. And, and keep and keep and remain present within, you know, what I have, because we are being, <laughs> we are a bunch of loons, if if I can be quite honest with you. And if they, you know, that's, we, we have now as the UK an opportunity, if we want to, to change the way that this country kind of, you know, um, operates in a way and give more power back to the people, you know? It's an um, interesting
0: time to be alive It's an interesting time to be alive that's for sure
1: I, well you know and I look back at my parents and how they were living and I look back at you know and I look around me and stuff and you know there's lots of opportunities there to change, you know and it is down towards it you know to change the way you know we to move we live forward
0: our lives. To, to to try to collectively Absolutely.
1: move I mean the COVID is a into a, in a better life, place you know and, and lots of people and again that you know the mental health has gone through the floor people have 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 you know, become different people, you know, post-COVID.
0: Um you know, you know what's funny? So I, I I agree with you completely on that one. And and the thing is I think people become different people all the time, but it's when there's these big I was talking with a I was at a birthday party yesterday for one of my sons. One of my sons was invited to a birthday party, so I took him and um uh we were talking about um <clears throat> talking about um oh man susan I lost <laughs> i was looking at you I, like, <laughs> I hate it when that happens but uh, uh but, you, <laughs> so you were talking what are you saying again you, you were talking about oh man you know this is the whole thing this is what i do i do well it's not a polished production and, you know sorry i'm you not gonna to edit this we're gonna let this roll as well, it is
1: views were on, you know how i felt about weird the uk moving forward you know, with the whole stigma of cannabis, you know, the whole, you know, I think we are very, we're very far behind here. Um, and I worry, you know, I worry about, that we're being run by, the country's being uh, run by, um, you know, people that don't really sort of have a thought for their people. Really? And as a mother who's been raising three boys and having this sort of this both sides of the story and and having sort of disability thrown into the mix of seen it all uh, I feel very disappointed sometimes to sort of be uh, living here in the UK. I have never really thought I'd like to flee my country. Um, but I'd like I did I it's it's difficult. We've been very let down, even now, you know, the the the, the UK as a whole are. That's stupid. what it was. It
0: was a COVID thing. It was COVID thing. That's what we were talking about. Because I remember right. we were talking. That's what I was trying to circle around back to. Okay, that was a tie-in. There we go. Thank you, Susie. I appreciate. It. I'm not editing this. I don't edit. I don't edit. I don't edit. I tell everybody up front. I do not edit, and that includes my mistakes too. <laughs> <laughs> so. The COVID thing, people are always changing, right? People are always changing, but when we run into these traumatic cool. events, like so, this is this is where I was telling about the story. That's right. Uh, a guy, um, I'm at a at a birthday party, so we're uh, both from Michigan, the state in Michigan, state in the United States, and uh, and he asked me when I'm going to go back, and and I was like, I really don't really, I really don't have a, I really don't have a desire to go back. You know, it's it's not a desire to go back, and uh, it's not because. I didn't want to. It's just because um, I've changed. And uh, it's not that I don't want to go back to Michigan. I will go back to Michigan. I have family there. I was just there a year ago. But things ch- have changed. And, and uh, those kinds of big things. We were talking about this. I was like, well, I think that probably the next time I'll be back up to Michigan to see my family, unfortunately, might be for a funeral or a wedding like something traumatic or something really joyful right that's what i'm trying to drive at that's I'm trying to get to that point is that some is that the pandemic did that around the world like a funeral wedding will impact family and friends right it's a small it's a localized it's a smaller impact it's still just as painful i'm not minimizing the pain but now you look at it at a at a global level everybody went through the pandemic and you go okay everybody just had change accelerated because everybody went through that same type of trauma whether now what it looks like for everybody i'm not judging cuz everybody has moments and all that kind of stuff i'm not i'm not I'm not judging looking at anything what it looks like i'm just saying everybody went through it and everybody went through it that's a big deal and that kind of change at a global level is you know if I hear this, it's the hundred-year-year 100 year pandemic. It's kind of like, well, there's a clock for this stuff. <laughs> Every hundred years, there's supposed to be some type of uh, biological thing. It's weird. But change, I believe we're always changing. And it's oh. when we try to remain the same that it hurts more because we're changing physically. I believe in the spiritual. We're going to talk about that in a little bit too, Susie. Spiritually, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, information in cha- is changing. Facts change. Information changes. People are always changing, and and I brought I brought the I mean I brought it because you hit on it, and that's what I was kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody went through it. And right now people kind of want to forget about it. And it's kind of like, yeah, forget about that pandemic. I don't want to talk about it. It was kind of like, yeah, but everybody did go through it. Things are very different right now. And it's, and it's, it's amazing to meet people like you who during the pandemic, you didn't succumb to the anxiety. Right. I mean, you have, you have, a, you have a special needs son yeah. and you have a lot of these other pressures and you did not succumb to the anxiety. And you actually, and this is what was cool about hearing you say that you're like, I am watching it blossom now. <laughs> I'm watching it blossom now. And that's, I'm. It, sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to get to the round of that point. You know, so I used to be a little bit quicker at making those points, but there's so many things we picked up along the way is that I, I really like to try to tie that stuff in. And because there's a second episode with you, Susie, there's some there's a bit more rapport built here. And that's why I'm kinda like, you know what? It's really cool to see that stuff happen for you. Now we're gonna I want to we're gonna, we'll, we'll we'll hit up Susie's hemp at the end, but I know that you recently had uh, a really big change in your household. Uh-huh. You want to tell us about that?
1: I been my son and, and yeah. so forth. Yeah. So, um, well, it, it, that, that's been very um it's been a big change um my son I've got three boys and it's my middle son who he, he has special needs um and requires a little bit more support than the average person um uh, he's autistic and he's nonverbal, and he's also got ADHD a lot um and he he's got a lot going on before you even yeah. start is this is <laughs> the same time like the same time we were
0: talking about they're the same son that we were talking about who, who responded positively to the CBD. Because you have two boys, right?
1: I have three boys. Three boys. I have three boys, yeah. too. I well, got three boys, oldest too. My he's, he's in the closet. He lives in the <laughs> loft. We very rarely talk about him. It's these two boys that I have later on in life. And, yeah, obviously my middle son. And he, yes, he he's the one that I, um, has the autism. And that's where I kind of got the observations from with the CBD. And the yes. other's – Lad's not bothered. He can just put I can just do like every other Mormon, just pop it under the tongue. If he wants it, so he can say yes or no. And he always says no. Don't like the taste of it. Whereas my middle son, you know, he, he's gotten it, and I kind of look after him 24-7. Right. So I have to make decisions for him and sort of knowing what and I, you know, so um, but you know, he's 13 now, um, and he's a very well boy. Um, but he he needs to find his path in life um without doing it all through mom uh, so i've had to make a very sort of big decision and sort of let him go to you know um a special sort of placement 20 you know for him full time and and sort of be with a uh, supported by a great great team um and this place is in a beautiful place uh in the uk and he's got Children like my son need lots and lots of space. You know, the the environment is 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 crucially important for them. Um, you know, so this this play, and it's a new place. So there's a huge adventure going going on for him now.
0: Yeah. It's a big decision. It's a huge, um, it's a huge know. decision.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's, it's not it's not been something that I've taken. You know that I've done. My heart's split in two, you know, I've not, I'm, where I we now? Uh, it's been n- nearly eight weeks since he has gone. And I've only, you know, it just might get, it. it I, well, I, I'd equate it to be the same as grieving almost, you know, and feeling guilty and not sort of, why is he there and he's not here with me. But I guess, you know, at the age of 13, he wouldn't want to be with his mom anyway. So... And, I, you know, my youngest son, he, you know, he I see what he's doing. He's out with his mates all the time. So why should my other son be stuck at home with his mum because he can't access out there, you know, he just needs somebody with him all the time. And, you know, and that physically, you know, that's what I was doing. You know, I was looking after him 24-7, you know, he yeah. needs that extra care. He'd run off and run into the road, he, you know. He, he loves water. He will just go and... You know, I can't even bear to think if he's left alone for a second. You know, he needs one-to-one sport all the time. You know, so it's right, but it's been a very big decision. And this is, the, you know, obviously as a result of this, you know, and this is kind of where I'm at now with Susie's hem going. You know, I want people to understand. You know, he. I don't have, he, he's unable to sort of access the things that he was doing before at home, you know, certain rules that they have and, you know, and CBD plays highly in there and, you know, so I'm, I want that to, I want to be able to give that to him Um, so that's partly why I do, I do this to protect him Um so that it, you know, just sort of keeping that observation on him and sort of, you know, educating people around around him and a part of his team and you know, and just break it to them because I'm dealing with people that, you know, they're asking me, like ah, just do your son sort of have any medication?" And then I will say, "Yes, he well, we use he, you know, it's a big part of our lives. I'm not going to deny that." And and they're
0: you they're know, willing to see, they're didn't... willing to apply the patches. They're willing to apply. The...
1: They won't. No, they won't let me.
0: Oh, they won't let you. They will not let no. you. Oh no. No. Okay.
1: Because obviously, this, this is where we're at. You see. So right. I so I've gone all this, but now I've got another hurdle to get over. So I'm using all of my knowledge and all of my around me and thinking, like, okay. So where can I take this? Because I don't want that restriction to be there for kids like my son, just because they need a little bit of extra care, but because they don't understand, you know, the people that are part of that. We're now so it is another. That's a late, That's another battle. <laughs> okay, I've just finished this one to get him here. So um but and the whole you know him as i see him i want him to thrive you know from being in that environment and sort of like you say you know every day is a new day you're constantly reinventing yourselves as well you know we're talking about natural movements you know as i the covid and we all went through it but every, you know we're always reinventing daily you know and my son that's what his life should be, you know, looking forward all the time and you know, not looking back. Um, and every day will be a different day um, of exciting things. So that's where I see it, and that's where I'm at. Um, it's been a massive decision for me, um, huge. I never thought I'd be here, and, and the COVID that in going back to the COVID that that kind of generated that, you know, it I, does. I,
0: it makes you know, it,
1: it... it. Yeah, COVID. I'm, I'm COVID, absolutely COVID.
0: Sure either covid either compelled motivated inspired or pushed whatever you want to whatever adjective or adverb you want to put on it is, is uh, <laughs> sorry i'm it, thinking uh yeah i'm thinking it,
1: it, of, it was thinking just of my it, kids
0: homework and i'm getting all confused <laughs> however you want to however whatever you want to describe it covid did a lot of things to people and people made decisions they're like you know what this is what i'm saying it's like it was one of those things where like if i keep waiting will i ever do it Whatever it is, whatever that thing is for somebody. If I keep waiting, will I ever do it? And that's what I was saying. That's what I was getting back to. This. Sometimes it's a it's a funeral or a wedding in someone's life that makes somebody take a step, right? Because it's either extreme joy or perhaps extreme sorrow that mm-hmm. that helps somebody. Um you can say inventory take stock of whatever, but but question. W- them how they're spending their time and what they're doing with their time. And where are their feet pointed? What path are they on? And that's what I was getting at is that everybody in the world went through it pretty much at the same time. If you think about it, it's like that's a that's something unique to be living through. Whereas in life, without something like like a pandemic, you can have like something that'll impact, regions of the world or just a portion, like it can be a city to a, to a province, to a state, to a country, to a, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's still somewhat localized. And here you are, everybody went through this and it's like a lot of people went through a lot of stuff. And, and it's, and I think, um, I think it doesn't have to be something traumatic to make somebody do that all the time. You get what I'm saying? That's kind of a a hard way to learn. And it's, it's, many of us learn, and I'm, I'm included in that. Sometimes I'm hard-headed and it's got to be like, I'm not a master of the obvious. It might be right in front of my face. And I'm like, oh, oh. I still don't get the lesson. You know what I mean? It's ting, it's ting, 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 tapping on my head and I'm still not getting it. <clears throat> and I think that happens all the time in people's lives. I don't think there's a shortage of those opportunities in people's lives at all. I think it's when we try to say, it's not going to change. What does it matter? Why bother? It's not going to change. It doesn't matter. Why bother? Those things go through people's heads and they don't change. You get what I'm saying? This is where it's kind of like, it it gets down to a very, it's a very personal thing because it's talking about the direction of someone's life. And here we are. It's like a year later, And you're watching these things blossom. You've got your, you've got your son in some full-time care for the first time in 13 years. And we'll go on to the next question. Actually, this is kind of like, this is, this is, this is uh. you ready? You already got this. You already got this. I'm not pulling anything on you. Don't worry. You got to look at me like, Oh, is he going (laughs) to here? It is. So, How has raising children, all three of your sons, impacted or influenced the way you view or do not view a higher power or God or anything like that?
1: Um, It's a very difficult question to answer because um, with all three of my children, it's been a very different journey um obviously the just um the autism sort of coming into my life with my middle child has had a huge impact on the way that I sort of see things around me but it kind of isn't it was more to do with the fact that being sort of down being frustrated to not with, with sort of people around me and sort of um dealing with loss and that kind of thing with with the difficulties that came with his disability you know and sort of um you know I was very isolated with him you know I was with him a lot and um I kind of hadn't seen uh, the other side of it really and sort of like you know going alone with him you know it was quite difficult so there were times where and I question, you know, I was raised with a a bear, and my, my father was 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 always all able to show. He didn't know, but I think he was very confused. I think we all are. As to well, depending on what your outlook is, you know, I I kind of, you know, I. You're
0: talking about the way your what your father believed. If I recall correctly, I think you said your father very, was agnostic, right? I don't,
1: need for anything or try not to but i'm very grateful for things if that makes sense at all you know
0: so would you say you're you're but, atheist agnostic but is that what well, you're saying this
1: is it, you know is it, is it an agnostic atheist
0: yeah Who but that, i guess i guess the way they describe because, it an agnostic is like an agnostic I, is like undecided an atheist is like i just don't i don't believe because, in anything.
1: because i don't like to p- p- I don't like to put a terminology on what my beliefs are because I feel and I sense and I see and I think and you know everything around me gives me that good feeling. You know, I think I have I kind of conjured my only and my own sort of uh evaluation of the 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 person that sits on the cloud, so to speak.
0: Well, let me try this. Um, let me try hold on, Susie. Let me, let me try this. Of- let me try this forget the terminology i'm not asking to fit i'm not trying to fit you into a box or no, no, you anything like that do you believe in a higher power of some sort
1: i believe in um it's very difficult now you see this the i
0: thing remember so here's the thing. i remember our first conversation you i kind of get the you impression see, I,
1: lost the, I i don't know i was i grew up with uh you know an eccentric Father, who you know, was very open about his views on sort of, uh, you know, this man sitting on the cloud and um, what were his views you on know, that? We re- going to church on a Sunday, and yeah. but he was very. He, he, it's like the Bible again. We go down. To, I think. Well, I grew up with sort of an atheist attitude. Definitely, you know, we weren't. We weren't shown like we're like, going to live in it with with you know as Catholics or. We're going to live, you know, in this manner or, you know, we didn't have. It wasn't a part of my life.
0: No, hold on. So hold on. I'm
1: very open. And I still am. Hold I on still one second. am, however.
0: Hold on one second, Go Susie. On. I'm one, something's unique about the United Kingdom is that there is a national religion and it is the Church of England, right? Yeah. So that's a little different. That's a little different that some... That that uh, I'm not sure everybody kind of and, and how is when like the Church of England is it a government institution or is it a what what how, like what's your you know what I'm saying? It's different. It's different yeah, when you grow up with that.
1: Yeah. No. I, I all I grew. up, I we didn't. I I don't know. I mean, I. I we just, we went to church on a Sunday. My grandma sang in the choir and we went to our local church. which was in our village. Um, You know, I, I don't know which church it was. Um, It wasn't something, it, I just found the whole thing, I could never understand it if you want my true, honest opinion. You know, people ask me all the time, what do you believe in? And blah, 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 and blah, blah. I actually don't have any beliefs because I am, you know, it is something we are all designed to have something to have faith in, you know, for where for, for where we're at, at the end of our where we need to go, you know, it's something that we all fear. You know, we spend our lives trying to analyze and where are we going and what is it about and what are we about and did and we actually lose track of where we are. So, in my own personal opinion, after what I was raised, be very chaotic. Didn't really understand any of this, and all I saw was pain and hatred and war that came from anybody believing any aspects of religion. I couldn't adopt any of them in my life because I couldn't see any good from them. All I could see is that they all believed in something, they all wanted something, and Dylan. I thought, and people say to me, "What do you believe in, us?" It's really hard for me to answer, and that's the absolute truth. I'd be lying if I said to you, you know, I I, I really would. And because of, of what I see seen, the damage and the destructiveness that it can do to people, I kind of guided myself within. Uh, the strength is within me. Um, I don't I have to, you know, I, you know and if something, I just, I'll just go, oh, my God, no way. And I, I believe that's happened because it's meant to happen for me. Not because there's somebody out there or whatever, and then my whole soul will be so internally grateful for that. So I, I, mean, I don't know. It's just. That
0: it sounds like uh, you do know. I think you know. I, I think. I think. I, I you know. I, I'm not gonna press anymore. So that, I, like so I gotta say, again, it sounds like it sounds like it. It, it sounds like you do believe in something, and that's okay. I'm not gonna press anymore. I, I was, I was but really. I
1: Believing in myself more than anything, really.
0: And what was it about yourself that because you were believing? You can't in? Believe what, what, what was in it about yourself? Ever? What was it about yourself that you were believing then? It
1: well, it, it it's having that strength to survive on in this without having to rely on anybody else. You know, and, and when it's you say anybody else,
0: are you talking? Are you talking, are you talking like like, like people? Worthy. Are you talking people or beliefs? Well role.
1: everybody's entitled to have every-
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody, everybody, if, if you, had, you know you, I would never say to anybody, you know everybody can believe what they want to believe, um I just I can't put myself in a box, but whoever whatever boxes people want to put themselves into, they can I'd always listen openly because you know we're learning all the time, um, but when you've been put for me personally. You have to remember, I've been raising my son for the last 10 years on my own. We've <laughs> been living yeah. in my kitchen. I, I've not been going out and doing, even the, the COVID. I've been living the COVID for 10 years with my son, if you want the honest truth.
0: That's so this is what I'm getting yeah. at. It's like, yeah, it's like, so it's like the type of change, my, traumatic things. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, it had a huge impact on my, the way I thought, you know, I see things, you know, and I was very low with him, you know, and I needed to, you know, it, it was... I'm, there no, there's no, you know, I'm dealing with some. Uh, my son who's able, unable to talk to me back, you know, and I was with him all the time and stuff. Um, we had a very intense relationship, Um, which he then be- turned around and came, became very controlling on me. Um, So I, you know, I kind of lost my identity because it came back keeping him well and keeping him safe. And it was just, and I knew every day I couldn't tap into anything I wanted to tap into because if I did, then that hit, that would I, I, I it was really hard to give. It was like giving. It's like giving you. You do that for your children anyway, and it, some people might go, "Huh, what's she on about?" But you actually, it it, it is really, really, you know, it's it it's a, a difficult place to be. So you feel very lonely, but I couldn't reach out and go to, reach out to anybody because my son was with me all the time. I couldn't go. I need to go, and I couldn't. I had to find that within me, and I lost a lot of faith. I did. So now, that's where I I, I do. I understand and, that
0: and
1: completely. Being a child, you know, and that's where I'm at. And when not many people have had, I I am a, a, you know a, a mum. On my own with with the two with my child who, who had these difficulties, um, you know, for a very long time on my own. It, it, in that, and that's partly why you know I did what I did because I thought, oh my God, you know, I would have, I don't know, I I really don't know where I would have gone. So this is why I had to reach out for help. You know, you know, you know, you know, you're asking somebody who's been at rock bottom, but I've not, I can't, I've not I- been able to reach out to somewhere you know wish I could have done and um, so I guess it was kind of my own manufactured thing that kind of made in my own mind but feeling it in within me and tapping into my spiritual side of things which I do really really believe in and as I get older I'm thinking that's what's guided me
0: amen I agree yeah,
1: you know and
0: I, and I completely get what you're saying because you know it's kind of like
1: take away the fact that I don't believe you know of course <laughs>
0: Forget the I fact that I'm agnostic faith. or atheist, Miguel. But man, the spirituality I got to say. <laughs> yeah, like you
1: say. Like with the whole, but you know, like fate and stuff like that. You know, things are meant to happen. Destiny, for a right? Reason. I mean, you destiny,
0: know, like, Mish- on like like on purpose and, on and on. meaning like, oh. in life. I
1: mean, my, my whole course and what I do, and every day I make my whole day about a purpose. Where does that come from? But I believe I believe they're all values that we should all have as a human. You see, and we forget that we are just the planet. And I remember going on about this last time and you're like that. Oh, no, please don't stop. But that's what I do. What are you talking about? I, I came back my for my a car second car. episode.
0: Come on here, Susie.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know. It, it was a fun time. Sorry, last I'm time was a really fun episode. I think we went off
0: for like two <laughs> hours too.
1: But it's about appreciating the beauty around you. You know, we're losing track of that. And this is where I'm in life, you know, and want and being able to to really try and do that, and remind people to not be consumed up in the rat race and stuff. You know, we're not here again, and we've lost a beautiful queen as well. You see, you know, so it's all uh, it's all going on over here. So there's lots of changes going on in the UK.
0: Yeah, a lot lots of stuff going lots
1: on. of yes. Everybody's um, running around quite frantic at the minute makes Yeah, you just need it all just to settle down a, li- a little bit, and then hopefully, um, I mean, I just carry on doing what I'm doing with my family and Susie's hemp, and I've got loads of things going on in the background, so I'm quite excited about that as well. Um, and I'm more so because I kind of wanted to go down the content route as well, so and sort of bringing out sort of more writing and stuff, so um. There was one with the Natural Parenting magazine, and they they've asked me to sort of write some content for them, which means that that will go out more to families, right? And parents on. that are raising. Young children. So so, cool. so yeah so
0: so let's do you know, this right now. Like so let's, like, let's let's talk about what you got going on what's what you're. Yeah, going but on I'm the, hoping to get back yeah.
1: to the white label again in in March.
0: Setting what label? Uh,
1: the white label but the, in London that I did last year. Okay. And that kind of got the white label of a CVD and hoping to get back there in March. But I was approached by a couple of people. Oh, I, Steve, I won the um, the business of the month with the business and um, industry UK uh,
0: right last
1: month. So, so I was really She's pleased. and had one? <laughs> yeah, and they, they, I, oh, I don't know how that happened, but you know, I had. They got in touch.
0: <laughs> it's blossoming. It's blossoming that's in what front of you. So much what mean going you on. Don't know how it happened. It's blossoming in front of you. But it is. That's, what, that's what I mean. It's I
1: need a PR. That's that's I am. <laughs>
0: you might need and to. The other you one might one. to you might need to because you're selling stuff and you you want to sell more stuff yeah it's starting it's starting to blossom sometimes it's kind of like you said it yourself you're like wow i'm just watching this stuff blossom it's kind of like, okay let's start walking into it susie let's start walking into it, it,
1: is, it is it does feel like this and it made i wanted to try and this whole sort of natural parenting is another area that it really does sort of stick with me so this is a regular so it's such a great way to educate sort of families and stuff and these will be all around the UK so I'm sitting here I'm just sitting here but I see what's going on around me you know I'm talking to people like you for goodness sake this you know, and I, like you know, but this is just what one example of all great people. We're all working together, you know, to raise awareness and stuff. And and I value that so much. That's very important to me. And it's fun um, and too. And that's what's that cool. Are, uh, it's it fun is. too. And you know, and 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 it's it, and it's about it's not it's not people. It's not about profit at all for me. Well, you got to make you, you want to make that. some money. Hey, hey
0: no, no, I'm not, it, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It, I mean. I'm not. Everybody's got a cell. No. no, no. Hey, hey. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to say anything negative. That I didn't have no ill no. will. I was just saying it's good. You might need a PR team because things are growing and if things grow. You have to oh, grow. Oh. And that's yeah. all I was saying. That's all I was saying. It wasn't a nothing negative. Don't worry. <laughs> and
1: that's only because of the the nature of the you know it's natural beauty.
0: So let me make sure i can I can uh, understand this correctly. You're not quite sure you're more you, you don't want to put a label on it. We'll put it like this, no label on you about what you believe, but you recognize that there is an internal strength that you can tap into because you relied on it over the last thirteen years raising your autistic son. And the word spirituality you will use. And the word spirit you will use. Which makes me think that you are definitely seeking. And I think you're going to find. And that's cool. That's my hope and prayer for you, Susie. That's my hope and prayer for you. Okay, so now. Let's go to. So now, did you? is there anything else you want to share with people about what you got going on for the rest of the year? Or anything coming up like. I know you said you got you got this uh, the, the the white label thing coming up in in, in the UK in London. Yeah, UK. and I've
1: just got this sort of, you know the content work, you know sort of yeah, um, the content
0: writing the and and where where can right where can here. people find where can I'm people find all this website, stuff? Hey, where can on people? On my
1: website, can, books, if you just it's susieshemp.co.uk you know um.
0: Hey, susie let me spell it out for everybody. susie's susie. hemp. S U S I E S H E M P dot c o dot uk
1: hey that's the one all right put a www at the front yes <laughs> so, but that, I, the whole web you know that, that's all just sort of you know i'm just constantly you know adding just growing with the whole thing i'm learning as i go on um it's all been very exciting um and this is where i'm at now um Kind of just sort of paying off. I'm really enjoying it. I like where I'm at at the minute with it all. No pressure. I didn't. I hope do, you, I didn't want the pressure.
0: I hope you remember to enjoy it. Remember, it's not a can of worms. It's a can of flowers. It's a it is of a flowers. can of flowers.
1: It is a can of flowers. But don't let those little those- cliche
0: sayings paint a negative tint over your victory. <laughs> We all bad. do it. We all do it sometimes.
1: It, but it is not about this I don't um really like it. I just like to keep all of those things quiet because it's just really ah. there for people to um, you know, if they if they need it and stuff. Um I'm quite sort of shy and stuff like that i just i'm quite happy with what i do but i know that it is growing and it's going to be more work and stuff but i'm very very grateful for that um i've worked hard behind the scenes to get to this point i'm not going to lie um but it, it it i've got the i've got the it, the reward that it gives me because it's my relationship that i have with my people that get in touch with me you know it's all about that personal touch for me and, and knowing i'm not saying anything i i'm saying nothing about cbd i'm not allowed to i'm saying nothing this is why i'm really cagey but i know what i talk to with my customers and what they want and what they need and when they use it and how they feel about it and that's the only the most important thing for me you know that 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 speaks volumes and they say, and you know i'm not just and then you know, and when people try like samples, you know, and just try it out and not try it before. And then and then they come back and I'm like, oh my God, it's so you know, and it, these are people that are taking that step on being brave enough to do and and, and try it. You know, people are really scared of doing this kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. I, you they've know, been, they've been I,
0: conditioned to be scared of it. <laughs>
1: You know this this loads of stuff before you you know when you're dealing with this daily and, and people and the questions that you get asked and you know they really have to trust you to 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 even think about you know oh we'll take cbd oil and stuff and they want to know what you know your story is i like, you know and these kind of things and that you then develop a very sort of you know it's a very different relationship um and i i i, I like that very much because it means that they, you know, and if they if it works for them, and then they'll tell another person, and if it works for that person, they'll tell another person, and ultimately mean ultimately that means that then everybody will be able to access it. If the more people that, that like it, and that's what, how I see it. No, yeah, I
0: agree. I agree.
1: And, I agree. It's and you know, and, and then it, and it's word of, and it just continues like that, and that's how I see it. But then you know, my area is that getting people with the disabilities to be able to, um, get it into their system, so to speak. So yes. So you, you know, know what.
0: I don't think that I don't you know it's cool it's very cool I am really glad we did this second episode Susie it's really cool I really think your story is really cool I think what you're doing is really cool and you. I think everybody you're doing- I
1: speak to they do they do say that they because it's not uh, many people it's I kind of think autism in itself is such a a wide area that lots of lots of people, everyone else said, Oh, my my nephew's got autism, or you know, so and so has got autism. Oh, I know so, you know, and, and so many people, you know, at the moment, it's just one in a hundred in the UK that are diagnosed with autism. You know, it's just growing. And that's just in the children. Forget the people the, the adults. You know, I see it. I see the pain that they're in and stuff, um, you know, the anxiety. Um it's- so you know it, it, it's a good area to uh, to open up on and, and make people aware so yeah
0: and, <laughs> and you have that too you said you were diagnosed with autism at four at what age uh
1: 48 so you know it's it I spent my whole life battling this or not knowing what was going on
0: yeah but knowing Canada somehow helped you feel better
1: yeah and that's what you know I want people to know that it's okay to to you know, that it's okay to, you know, if you don't feel right, to go on, you know, to it's okay to feel that you're worthy enough to do that, so to speak. You know, you feel, there's so much stuff going on in their the, the heads and, and, you know, mental health is is huge. And, and for them to actually take that first step and, and say to your doctor, you know, I think there's something going on in my head. I quite
0: know it. You know another one. Is, another understand. one that adults. Another one that adults are commonly getting uh, being a di- uh, diagnosed with is ADHD. Yeah. It's like it's like the generation. It just wasn't the, the screening for it wasn't as as widespread as it was for previous or uh, uh, following generations. And a lot of adults. Do- I know some adults are saying, yeah, I was, I was diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, and they've been wondering why coffee or or something like, like, like coffee, really. I know one guy was just like, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee and just helps with it. And it's kind of like, okay, I get it. And, and the guy, he's uh he's a good guy. He's, he's, he does all kinds of stuff. But yeah. my point is, is that people are living with all kinds of stuff. That's what I'm getting at. It's like when, when, when I was trying to get back to that change, when I, when I got all jumbled up in that, and that it wasn't all jumbled. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it just feels that bad at the moment when you're like, Oh man, I lost the point. <laughs> It's a very really weighty mean. feeling. It's a very weighty feeling in that moment. Cause I don't edit it, <laughs> but, but that kind of stuff, it's like, he's a friend of mine from childhood. It's like, uh, he was a good friend of my dad. My dad helped him out a lot. And, um, and he's like, yeah, I was, this is like maybe almost actually it was about 10 years ago. And he's like, yeah, I was diagnosed with ADHD and he's like, and I wasn't a coffee drinker, but now I'm drinking coffee and it, it actually helps. It's like if I if I don't have my medication, the caffeine helps. And it's kind of like, you know what? That makes sense. I get it. It's kind of like the person, there's something, and this remedies that fact. And cannabis can do the same thing, but I think on a more profound level than caffeine. And that's because you have an endocannabinoid system. And that thing is the largest system. Regulating homeostasis in the body, in the human body, and that is significant. So it's kind of like when, I, when your, your story really is unique, Susie. It's a really cool story, and I mean it's pretty amazing. And I'm really happy for you, you and your family, and and yeah, glad we did the second one. It's cool. All right. And now I know I've asked you if there's anything. I've asked you that a couple of times. But what do you want to say? Is there anything you want to say before we close out?
1: Really, just. Like, you know just not to be Yeah, you if know, if there's anything I wanted to sort of uh put over to anyone sort of my whole I've learned a lot through what I've I've sort of learned in the last few years and being sort of bold enough to step on board and and, and I mean I've got ADHD as well so this whole you know I I there's so many things that I've learned through accepting myself and what my my faults are and who I am as a person and what I can do for my family and everything around me. And um, you know, it's never too late. You know, I'm 51 right. well now. Never and it, too late. You know, it's never too late. You know, like you say, it's always about moving forward. Um, and I think we all have to learn from the COVID. I really have to be honest. to you know, I don't like you said, we've all went through it at the same time. Yeah. And pretty we've unique all got, yeah and we've all got that opportunity now no excuses But <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late and I think that's what I'd like to say you know and you know I have people that, that I kind of admire from afar and I know people do but I do you know certainly sort of you know female sort of ladies and so forth that come are, are you know they have the family and they're really I'm so proud of what you do and stuff and you know, they wouldn't dare do it because, you know, and they won't, you know, but they know that they, they, there's me out there still in the corner giving it all that, you know, <laughs> you know and, and and that and, and I, but I'm, you know, these are sort of younger women that have opportunities in life to do, and I'm saying, you know, it's never too late, but it's never too late the age of 80, it's never too late the age of 50, you know, like, it's just a number. And I don't, that would be my thing. Everybody has that opportunity now. To do it, whatever that little pipe dream that they have
0: amen which means i agree i agree with you susie i agree <laughs> <laughs> all right this is the conversation cannabis and christianity podcast my name is miguel torres and i'm your host and our special guest is the founder of susie's hemp the united kingdoms susie b thank you very much susie thank you dear <laughs> <God>. <laughs>